Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Lifetime's Robin Roberts Presents Mahalia. From executive producers Robin Roberts and Linda Berman comes the biopic of the legendary Mahalia Jackson. Grammy Award winner Daniel Brooks stars as the trailblazer whose music moved, inspired, and changed people's hearts. Critics have praised Brooks's transformative performance into the Queen of Gospel as thunderingly good. Directed by Kenny Leon and written by Bettina Jillowa and Todd Kreidler, this Lifetime original movie continues to inspire viewers and highlights the ongoing fight for social justice. Robin Roberts presents Mahalia for your Emmy consideration in all categories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. My name is Dino Ray Ramos. And I'm Amanda Anduka. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> Almost <laughs> there. Um, but so, so for this episode, we have the star, or one of the stars of the new season, season three of Masters of None, Naomi Aki. And mm. you might know her from Star Wars, The Rise of the Skywalker, from Doctor Who. Oh, yes. um, the uh, end of the every world yeah end of every world she's just <laughs> you know what after this uh this third season of master of nine people are going to be paying even more attention yeah i think naomi's uh, she's counted but th- i think this season just gave her so much time to shine and it's yeah. like I drank it up, man. Yeah, me too. I was just talking about it. Like I, I, you know, as soon as I watched it, I was hooked. It's, mm. it's one of those. Sh- I mean, obviously, Masters of None. We know that the show is quality. You know, yeah. the, the, like Aziz Aziz Ansaro's. Um, um, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Who's <laughs> Aziz Ansari and Alan Yang. Sorry. And, and uh, Lena Waite. Like yeah. you know, they bring the quality. So it was like we knew that this was going to be something special. But you guys, honestly, this season really really got to me like it was yeah. such a great season um it's only like five episodes yeah, five it's, it's episodes a, but they're like so cinematic and, right um now it's basically naomi's a new character on it uh, uh plays lena waits partner if and it uh, focuses sort of on their the, the whole season focuses on their relationship yeah um, and it's and it's just to see two queer women of color like two characters queer women of color just having their lives flushed out and it's like just it, the ups and downs. And yeah. It's just, it just is, it was like, we're so refreshing to watch and it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's beautifully shot. You guys, the, the, the set design, there's a house that they use in this, in this uh, film that they built, which was amazing, but it mm. was, 
and the, the way they set it up, um, Naomi talks about it during how she, the, the set designer took elements from their own real life incorporated into, into the building. Into the house. Elements. Yeah. So, so really cool. And like I said, this, I think a lot of people are going to relate to the story, especially mm. um, Naomi's character, Alicia and her journey. She goes through, I mean, she has like a, a an IVF journey. Um, yeah. We talk about that. Very important story. Um, yeah. And, and it then, goes deep into it. It goes it, it, deep. Like, and then it, te- it taught me a lot because we do see a lot of these stories about single women or women in, in TV and film who are trying right. to have babies, but it's always so surface, I think. Um, I, this, I, as a male, yeah, I, I, I don't know what, what happens. This is definitely this, the most yeah. intimate portrayal I've ever seen an IVF storyline. I think, mm. I can't think of another one that I've seen that's been so intimate and so like detailed. Um, mm. It was, like I said, it was very, it was very powerful. Like I, it got me thinking about stuff and about, you know, my <laughs> life. And like, like I was, we talk about it, about how like a lot of the, a lot of the struggles that these women go through, you know, you, 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 you kind of, you, you empathize, but you never really think yeah. about yeah, it's, and it, it's gonna be. It, it does bring up these moments, you know. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Or like the, these makes, thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, it um, definitely, it definitely makes it. It takes you there. Um, and, and then we also talk about. Oh, go ahead. Yes, go I, know ahead. Gonna, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> so, you guys, if you listen to this podcast, you know I talk about Whitney all the time. Whitney Houston. I'm a stan, and Naomi is actually playing Whitney in this upcoming biopic. Um, that's being directed by Stella McGee, who's also a friend of the podcast. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> forgot to but, mention that. Yeah, we yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we should have. But we, we, we talk about the project. Um, I am. And we talk a lot about excited. Whitney. And yes. I, we, were, we were just so excited to talk about And her getting what? into, like, you know, getting into the Whitney um, headspace. Yeah. And after watching Ma- this uh, season of Master of None, you are going to. I hope you know that you think. Well, I know that Naomi's going to eat it. She's going to yeah. eat her role as Whitney. Yeah, that makes that, that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> but we we know what we, we know what you mean. We we know what you mean. Um, Master of None, May twenty third. When it, yes, I everybody should check it out. Watch it's, it. I mean, like I said, it's a great. They came it's, back. I mean, this is like the first. They've been gone for I think we four, didn't even know four years. Four yeah, years. There was like a there was a time where they didn't even know a third season was gonna happen, but very very. We're so happy that there is one. Yeah. So, so yeah, May twenty third, you guys, everybody check it out. And without further ado, here is Naomi. Oh, and Naomi, your your frames. I love your frames. Your glasses you are like, so cute. Okay. Okay, can I just say these frames are from Master of None. I stole them <gasps> off. <so. laughs> oh my yeah. god, breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Yeah, because I'm gonna Kate tell like, Alan, Aziz, and Lena. No, I know seriously, like because Kate, I, I was working with Kate, the, the, the designer, and like she she had like the, the wardrobe for Alicia is just like <laughs> so good. And um she had these glasses. She was like, do you actually wear glasses? I was like, yeah, I have a prescription. She put the prescription in and I was like, well. Oh my I mean, gosh. <gasps> okay, so then, yeah. Yeah, so, they're gonna go to waste if you didn't yeah, take them. Yeah, Who exactly. Who else is gonna have them? Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of Masters of None, we just, Dino and I got to see the, the third season. I'm not done yet, I'm on the last episode. Dino yeah, got to I finished. It. 
we're oh, we're, we're, we're okay. very we're all we're into it like uh, amanda oh. is amanda stopped to watching so she yes. could record the podcast <laughs> i would have kept going though like i was i was literally like this i'm hooked like it was it was so oh, good. i love this okay. story such a beautiful story your character's journey is so beautiful um mm, we're gonna talk about that um and there's a lot of things i want to talk about i mean i mean you you you've done so many things you're, you're doing so many exciting things and 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 yeah. that coming up that we're gonna talk about too um yeah, but cool. first yeah so first though we we, we like to kind of start the podcast with just getting like um to know your background and how you came mm. into this business so so yeah. who, who how did you kind of find your love for performing was there somebody that inspired you or how did you get to this um, oh my god yeah. <laughs> this crazy <laughs> mad business right um, <laughs> I, I think i remember being five my my cousin um family friend cousin you know same thing um yeah. is yeah. is an actor called luke youngblood and um he he actually lives in in the states now and he was one of the first simbas in lion king and mm. i remember being five and going to see the lion king musical in london and being just like mm. mouth open like this is the best thing in the whole world and like i think from there i just kind of I've always loved musicals and costumes and like making stuff. And I, I, I guess I just kind of, I didn't fall into it. It was quite like on purpose when I was mm. 11 and I went to my mom and was like, I want to be an actress. It's just how I've known it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, your, your, your parents are from Grenada, right? Or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Grenada. Okay, cool. yeah. So, so what do they think yeah. about you being in, um, being in this business and performing? Yeah, what's, what's the immigrant <laughs> yeah. family journey? What's there? the immigrant family journey? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I think like when, when I was younger, it was like, I, you know, you say a lot of things when you're young, don't you? And so I think there was a kind of like, okay, maybe that's a thing for now. <laughs> right, make sure. right get over it <laughs> um but I I think I uh, as a personality like I find a thing and then I like I just love that thing I just love it so much and uh <laughs> with this it was it was that and they they're both like my mum was so supportive um to the point where like I remember I so when you go to drama school over here you make like a statement right you gotta write like a little essay and the first one I wrote was crap it was so bad that my mum lamb blasted me and she was like listen if you want to get into drama school you're gonna to have to write some better crap than this um so yeah like and my dad is just like a constant pillar of support I, I can't even explain in words how much um his love and and support means to me while I'm trying to figure out who I want to be in this industry you know I think mm -hmm. it's one thing kind of especially when you're a child of like you know parents of color I don't know how you call it parents of color parents That's of color <laughs> parents of <laughs> color <laughs> I should be a new well, podcast well, well, more, more appropriately immigrant parents there you go yeah. I mean, well yeah like my um my parents actually were born in London. They, okay, they, okay. Um, so that yeah, would be you grandparents. Second, okay, so you're second generation. Second generation. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because okay. of the there was a thing in Britain called the Windrush era where mm. people from the Caribbean basically Britain was like World War Two is over. We need people to rebuild England, and then they were like, oh, we own the Commonwealth. West Indian people come over. The streets are paved with gold, and then the West Indians came over, and the streets were not paved with gold. Not paved. Um, <laughs> 
Isn't that the story? Isn't that how they get us? Isn't that that's, how, that's they, get us? how they catch us? Very familiar. <laughs> They're like, oh, ooh, we have some goodies and treasures for you. You want to come over here? <laughs> yeah. And so my my grandparents are, are you know native Grenadian, and then you know I. That's but yeah, cool I, though. Yeah, I, I like yeah, that. it's, it's yeah. cool. I think it's like it's interesting because you know I'm constantly thinking about like what is it to be black but what is it to be black british and how is mm -hmm. that separate from you know being african-american but also how is it similar um and like the thing i was i've been thinking about recently is like being west indian and like the fact that yes like okay i'm from the west indies but people from the west indies aren't actually from the west indies there was a native people mm. there that got you know, kicked out or, mm. you know, many things happened and mixed and stuff like that. And when I think about like my lineage, you know, West Indians said, I'm mixed with Scottish and French and all of these kind of colonial yeah. <laughs> like things in, in, my, in my DNA. And so like, it, you know, there's that feeling of like not really knowing where you're from. I don't know. Mm. I know I'm kind of from West Africa, probably. Mm. <laughs> but that's it and so I, yeah, I don't know I'm just babbling but yeah. you know I think like have, have you visit have you gone back or have you ever visit uh, visited um oh, no. Uh, no not yet I okay when I was younger it was like they were my parents could go back for like funerals so mm -hmm. they were like you're too young yeah yeah and then I didn't have any money so then I couldn't go but mm. now I've got a bit of cash but I ain't got no time so <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no seriously that's how the it's it's like that sometimes um yeah. but i mean you've been a part of some really great projects like doctor who the end of the fucking yeah. world end the of the sorry asterisk, asterisk. World. <laughs> it's me my bad i'm Amanda. so sorry <laughs> Um, Shall be having like, it. No, we could we could cuss here. We, I yeah, this is um, Rise of the Skywalker, which is epic. And then, I mean, so how has it been navigating your career specifically with these huge temple French franchises? How's it been for you? It's it's a bit mad. <laughs> I, you know, I did. I spent most of my time being like, how did I get it? Like, I'm from mm. like northeast London, kind of just chilling I, I, well I was never chilling I'm not a chill person at all but <laughs> I like I'm very intense <laughs> but like I, I don't know I think it's it's just I kind of I don't I can't even put it into words I felt like I, I blinked one second I was about to quit acting mm -hmm. and I remember just being like I'm tired I'm broke there is no one paying attention to what I can do mm. and so frustrated and hurt by the fact that you know when you feel you have something special to share and mm -hmm. no one takes you seriously and you're seeing all of your kind of other people other counterparts just soaring ahead and being like I'm getting older mm. <laughs> oh my gosh I'm 29 now I you know, know. Oh. It's always yeah. <laughs> oh my god but like I think like you know I, there was just you know Skywalker came at a perfect time because before that I would I was really close to quitting Mm. um so I, I guess with every job that comes along and I think it's just weird as well like being able to hold both like fear and self-doubt and also knowing that you, you can do something quite special and right. like trying to like marry the two because it's like there's imposter syndrome but there's also mm. like no I can do this no I can't like this mm -hmm. is this constant conflict um that mm. you know I think mm. it's supernatural as yeah well. I think and I think that's kind of 
something that plagues at least the good people in Hollywood, kind of the whole, <laughs> the, the whole yeah. like- You have to specify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I right. like how you put that. It's like, oh, you have this self-confidence, but at the same time, you have this self-doubt. Doubt, oh right? my gosh. And oh to balance God. those two is just yeah. a journey. It's yeah. like, and that's why everyone in Hollywood is fucked up. Let me let me ask you, <laughs> Naomi, does it does it get easier for you? Does it get easier for you? Yeah. Like as you get as you get these big projects and the, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> she's shaking her head, girl. Yes. Like, it's yeah. relatable, right? Like I feel like a lot no. of people sort of yeah. So it, it actually, I, if I'm being honest, it, it's gotten harder mm. um, because you know I think you do one thing right you do one project and you're like oh that was all right okay cool 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 then you do two and then you're like oh and then and then especially if people are like oh she's pretty good you're like oh you have to keep shit, I, yeah. keep, I have to yeah. keep being good right and what does that mean like and you know i was just right. with someone today and i was like you know all i want to do i i just love acting it's just, it's really that simple like mm. and sometimes it's hard to contemplate that now my acting career is changing into something that involves expectation potentially and and um pressure and other things that change it from its kind of purest form and so I, I feel like a lot of my job right now is holding that still very sacred for me because mm. it's it's a very I feel like whenever I'm acting, I'm like in service to something. Like that's mm. how it feels. You're like giving a part of yourself away. And I know that sounds super woo-woo and like <laughs> oh, I'm an actor. But like, but it does. It feels like it's a sharing place. And, and, yeah. I, and that's why I, I love doing it. And so I just mm. want to hold on to that um, and not yeah. let you know other things get in the way of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know who said it. it's kind of like a, a lot of filmmakers or actors. It's like, oh, once you release a film or TV series, it's mm. no longer yours. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's like it's out of your hands. And, you know, yeah. how people take it is not in your control. That's and that's not, yeah, that's the fucked up part. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I get it. Yeah. 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 yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that's also like, you know, it's that that is the magical part as well. Like, mm. Even for me, I, I, I want to be a writer. Well, no, Naomi, I am a writer. Yes, there you go. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. I'm to it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, you know, even that, I'm like, I was talking to someone about that today and I was like, look, I, I want, when I make my work and release it, I want there to be discussion. I want there to be debates. I want mm. there to be um, kind of investigating of the ideas that I'm trying to highlight. Um, I think that's the healthiest part. My worst nightmare is putting something out there and nobody talks about it at all. I'd rather be, be really shit or really good. <laughs> yeah. like, the kind of stuff in the middle I'm not interested yeah. in. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And I, I, yeah, and I do think like, it, it sounds weird. Well, for me at least, mm. like during this <laughs> pandemic, it's just like, mm. you're like, either it's excellent or it's not. Mm. And like, mm. we don't have time for middle ground. Yeah, middle ground, you know? Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, because like, I'll watch the trash. I will watch trash yeah, oh, to the come home. 100%. <laughs> oh my God, it's my favorite. But like, it's, it's that middle ground that you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to invest my time in that, but you know. Yeah. 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 But you know what's not middle ground is what? this new season of yes. Master of None. Oh. <laughs> 
nice segue, transition my there. I like <laughs> very it, sweet. but it's very true. It's definitely no, not it's middle ground. Yeah. I mean, well, first off, you know, uh, 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 Master Nun. This is the third season. Yeah. Uh, Naomi, a long you're time involved. coming. Yeah, uh, yeah evil, obviously. We've been waiting oh, for this season we for a while. Be talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but you know how did what was how did you even get involved because you're also a producer an ep is yeah, that yeah how, so how did bad. how did you even like and also we'll, we'll get into this later but you know this yeah. is a different story it's a different yeah. lens um yeah. but how did you get involved and like did they present the script to you first or were like lena mm. and alan and aziz were all Hey, we saw Naomi we Skywalker. She would be a perfect solution. Um, <laughs> yeah, but how did you get, what was the story behind getting yeah, involved it, with the third season? It was, I mean, it was the normal kind of almost boring actor getting email from your agents. Hey, do you want to do this? audition as soon as I saw Master of None I was like oh cool they're coming back <laughs> and then I had to like right? then I had to like switch over to be like oh wait they want me to do something in <laughs> do it something <laughs> okay <laughs> and so yeah I did I did the first audition and and that you know it, it was really cool and Izzy, I hadn't met Aziz and Lena at that point I was just kind of riffing off of the script that they had given the the second audition which was my last audition was just one of my favorite auditions I've had is, you know, we were in a hotel room. I was in a hotel room with Lena Waite and Aziz and Sari. And we were just improvising like oh. this couple mm. in like different situations. And I feel like that kind of spirit has carried itself into the show, you know? Um, and it's a spirit that was previously there in season one and season two, this mm. kind of very kind of authentic, fly on the wall-esque kind yeah. of way of talking um that I didn't feel pushed or forced um so yeah that's how I got into it I mean in, in terms of the co-executive producer thing that happened after mm. um because there was just just this really quite natural I'm, I'm a collaborator that's my background you know I, I when I was in theater and stuff like that and I love devising shows and stuff like that so when Aziz kind of was like, hey, do you want to like do some writing workshops with me and like figure out who Alicia oh. is and mm. stuff like that? I was like, oh my gosh, this is like my jam. I love that mm. kind of stuff. Um, so we started off with that. And then as we started filming, Aziz and myself and Lena and Alan were kind of all having conversations about the characters and decisions to be made and stuff like that. And so when we finished, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about, a, a, you know, producer roles or anything like that. But Aziz called me like two weeks after we finished and was like, hey, like me and Alan were thinking about it. Do you want to come on as co-executive producer for the work you did? And it was just so lovely. I, I, I want a future in, in producing work for mm. especially people of color, like and, and mm. making platforms for people of color. <clears throat> sorry, color to tell their own stories and stuff. So I was like, oh my gosh, that's my first credit is like, Master of None. Like that's mm. so that's a good credit to have. <laughs> but it's also it's kind of like it's also just this testimony to like what happens when you put people of color in power. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is that, it, it, I think I love to hear that Alan and Aziz were all oh look. Naomi did the work. Let's give her. Let's give her. Yeah, more. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so. It's so, and it's that kind of pay it forward kind of thing. Like even, even for me, in my little, my little space that I have that I'm trying to build for myself. 
I'm just like, when I see someone who's like a bit younger than me, they don't even have to be younger than me, but especially like anyone who wants to get involved in this, I'm like, come through, bro. Like, come yeah. through. We need as many of us as possible. And it's not about like, to me, it's not about eliminating what's previously there. It's like enhancing it. It's like, yeah. adding on to it. it's like let's just start like really mixing it up and having really cool conversations because that's when really cool stories come out. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're in the business of is storytelling. That's it. Yes. I mean, like, there's just so much to touch on in this episode. I think what we see is we see uh, two uh, queer women of color just having this relationship and going through it. And I I, I talked to you before, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, with you, Aziz, and and, and Alan, and Lena. Uh, I don't know if this will, this will air after Contenders. I'm not sure, but we talked before. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, But uh, just to kind of hear what, they said they were like, oh, we already knew the third season would be a total left turn from what we are yeah. used to. Yeah, um, yeah. But also you, you, you mentioned this, it, it kept in the spirit of what Master of None is. Yeah. And th- yeah. this like very verite kind of, you know, these are just young people living their lives. Yeah. Of- <laughs> <laughs> but also at the same time, I remember when I was, I don't know if Amanda, you were the same way when, uh, when I was like sitting down to watch the screeners, I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to have a laugh. And I was like, wait a second, this isn't, <laughs> this, this isn't a laugh. This is, this is kind of intense. But yeah. With, with, um, with this season, you know, and you know, it's been established, but also it's been gone for, I want to say four, four, years? four or five years. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. 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 And we were like, oh, are they even coming back? So to see it kind of mm. just like blast onto the scene and be all, oh, this is what it is. And they came in hot with this very specific mm. story that we don't yeah. see often, but, and there's a lot of these moving parts. How was it? You mentioned, you know, collaborating was great, but did mm. you kind of, how, how, how like apprehensive or you know, not scared. I don't want to say scared, yeah. but you know, because they, yeah, they're, you know, yeah, Alan and, and Lena and Aziz have worked together before. This is an established, <laughs> this is an established yeah. franchise. I mean, you did this with Doctor Who and Rise of Skywalker too, but this one you're yeah. like hella invested. How was There's, that like? Yeah, that was, I, look, I, I think like, I, I keep on pinching myself. Like even Aziz, like me and Aziz, like Aziz called me the other day <laughs> like I was like, oh my god! Like, what is my like just Aziz is calling you. <laughs> Aziz is calling me, and we're having like a twenty-minute convo. I think like it's it's strange. Like, you know, it forces you to stay in the moment. You know what I mean? And I think like for me, outside of like, there is such a with all of these kind of very much established projects that were established before I, I got involved. It's a benefit because luckily and I don't know how this has happened I've been a fan of all the things that I've like been into so been in so like I think there's this kind of like understanding of the tone and of the people who are creating it that that kind of gives me an in um but at the same time it's weird you know like you it's it's kind of like god are people gonna be interested like Mm. the, the same thing happened with the end of the effing world where I was just kind of like people watch it for those guys they just put a new character in what if everyone hates it you know you just don't you just don't know Mm -hmm. um and with this one it felt like my biggest concern was like 
Wait, I think this thing is meant to be funny though. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm a, I'm a black, big old like crying dramatic actress. Like, I am funny. You bring it to the ball. You bring it. <laughs> I mean, I, I try, but it's, a, it's like, these are funny people. I'm not, I'm not funny. Like they can be funny on purpose. I'm mm. funny by accident. Uh, so. <laughs> funny by accident. That's the name of your memoir. I funny like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but, know, but there, there, there were plenty of dramatic parts, but there's yeah. also these yeah. sweet moments that you and Lena share. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I, I think, and how it kind of, does it kind of hop around time? Oh, no, no, no. I think it's kind of linear. Yeah, kind it, of. It, 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 like, it, like, there's yeah. like a time jump. I know that. Like, there's a yeah. time jump between, yeah. But yeah. I... Yeah, I really, honest, I really liked, I mean, the, her, the, the, her journey, her IVF journey is obviously a really yeah. prominent arc of the, of the series. And I really, just, just everything that goes into it, like, you know, you hear yeah. stories about people and their journeys and stuff, but you never really get to see it, especially for people who are not from, or maybe have, and it was just an eye-opening mm. thing yeah. to watch. And I'm just, oh my, yeah. it takes all this stuff to get to it's have isn't it crazy it's like so, yeah. so it's, it's like all it's like all united states was all hey it's bad enough that we treat women like shit but let's make it even worse yeah especially when you're you know an lgbtq couple a like woman, have, yeah. or a yeah. woman of color even. or women yeah. of color just have, so i want to ask what were you like sort of what were your reactions when you you know read the story and everything like i for oh, me man mind blown it, yeah mind blown it, for me too i think like i this is the thing and i think this is what's so interesting about the show like i didn't know you don't know what you don't know mm -hmm. right and two things like and this is again why storytelling is so important it wasn't until i was in the show that i was like wait i've never seen a show that centers around two black queer women Mm. And I didn't, it hadn't even entered my, it wasn't in my brain right. because it wasn't right. in front of me, you know? Yeah. And that's just how humans are. It doesn't make you a bad person, but you just, if you're not presented with that thing and you're not like, part of that community per se, then you, you just live your life just with the things that are around you. And the, the same thing with the IVF. I think like I had watched documentaries about it in the past, but they're not necessarily... For, for me and the way I absorb information and stories wasn't, didn't spark a kind of, um, the same kind of understanding of what yeah. it means to go through. It was quite more factual. Right. Watching the story and then knowing I was being a part of telling that story of IVF was, it felt very important and very, it was, it was bigger, it was a bigger ch challenge than I, I was used to because this is, something that Aziz had found real information on like these are the, her story is based on stories that he has heard mm. you know we had we had um Aziz and Lena you know going to interview doctors and stuff to get the right information to make sure it was authentic and accurate mm -hmm. and that meant you know when we found out that like there is no insurance code for single women or queer women who want to have mm. a baby on their own Aziz only found that out while we were filming and he was like we have to put that in like yeah. people have to know you know and and so there was this kind of really cool feeling of like it felt like a, a rebellion almost it was like shining lights on things that we just 
in our normal daily lives just don't think about and right you know good stories do that I think and and you know it's, it's great when you get to be a part of a show or make a show where you are showing information about something but you're not hammering someone over the head yeah. with it. you know it's just there it's presented it's a reality yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Lifetime's Robin Roberts Presents Mahalia. From executive producers Robin Roberts and Linda Berman comes the biopic of the legendary Mahalia Jackson. Grammy Award winner Daniel Brooks stars as the trailblazer whose music moved, inspired, and changed people's hearts. Critics have praised Brooks's transformative performance into the Queen of Gospel as thunderingly good. Directed by Kenny Leon and written by Bettina Jillowa and Todd Kreidler, this Lifetime original movie continues to inspire viewers and highlights the ongoing fight for social justice. Robin Roberts presents Mahalia for your Emmy consideration in all categories. It's a, I mean, honestly, it's a bit, it, it got me thinking about, oh, wow, like, should I start thinking about, you know, it, it, <laughs> it really did spark like a, Dude, a me too. you know, and I think like that's, like you said, it was, it didn't hit you over the head with anything. It just, no. it just really showed her journey in a very intimate way. And it yeah. really like just sparked a lot of thought in my head and a lot of, yeah. oh, this, like, first of all, how many women go through this? And, and, yeah. and for myself, like how, you know, what does that mean for me as a black woman yeah. who, who, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a partner right now, but if I wanted yeah. to, you know, go through the journey by myself, like what kind yeah. of hoops do I have to jump through? It was just yeah. very, such very interesting, things to see and I can't wait to see the last episode I like I said I haven't watched it yet but like I just I mean seeing you and and, and Lena together and your scenes was oh god yeah it was yeah but it really it really it really it really tugged on some heartstrings like I I, I really yeah. hope everybody gets to see this and and also gets to experience this because I think this is a very important story so I want to ask you what do you hope people take away when when whenever they whenever they see this story oh gosh um god it sounds so posh there goodness (laughs) um (laughs) um, I I think the big thing for me was like how making putting normality into things that I think we sometimes um in in Lena's words and Lena put it perfectly you know if you're if you're covering a story about someone who's queer let's say for instance there is this thing about like making them either a hero or they're perfect Mm. or they're kind of like leading the charge of like Mm. you know what I mean there's this kind of pressure to like have this kind of I feel it as as a black woman sometimes is this kind of like you have to be excellent you have to be and to show the humanity and to show the normality yeah and the small moments that are exactly the same <laughs> as any other relationship like that is to me if, if if there's any takeaway like when I watched it I was like I I mean I immediately was just like yeah had that yeah. argument yeah, yeah. I've 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 said that stupid thing in bed. Yep, I've 
you know and that's that's what it is i think it's it just making it relatable yeah it was so relatable i was gonna say yeah. like watching that's like the first thing that came to me I'm like this is a very yeah. like i think anybody with ever background too like it's a very mm. universal story yeah um, and i think yeah, yeah i think that was the thing that was great is like we see yes this is to queer women of color yeah. but this is like a relationship so fleshed out yeah. so like yeah. kind of layered and we see all yeah. dimensions of it we yeah. see them having a yeah. good time we see them hating each yeah. other we see them <laughs> yeah. joking in bed it's, it's, yeah. it's and then i i honestly <laughs> one funny part was like again not spoiling anything i don't think well what you know what nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when um when aziz pops up with his mm. his girlfriend yeah that was awkward <laughs> listen but and let me tell you about the filming of that because that was one of the hardest longest days aziz is directing it and he's oh, yeah. in it and he's like running back and forth towards the screen to look at his own performance to direct himself it was just crazy yeah, yeah. But, but I know that relationship yeah Aziz and, and that, his girlfriend yeah that that was yeah so like you said this the small moments in this so series funny. were really like even watching you guys do laundry together and mm, all that yeah stuff. I love that scene Every, yeah it's like everything was <laughs> yeah. just so it, it just worked so well and I just yeah. like thank yeah, you yeah it was yeah it, I, I just I do just yeah. it, it's it is refreshing to see you know two queer women of color and just even women yeah. like kind of just being there on screen yeah and, and, and exactly like, being exactly and just like living their life i mean exactly, like granted yeah. lena is smoking weed while writing a story but you know she's living her life <laughs> she's living her best life too like <laughs> come on now. That <laughs> exactly and in that house everybody that has house. That, that house is amazing that house. yeah oh my yeah gosh, but house. also we learned that when one night we talked earlier that it's not mm. it, you built the house right like this, yeah this house it was on a built. set it was on a set um and it was brilliant actually because we had so we had had like two weeks of prep time kind of figuring stuff out and amy who who was the set designer she had us take pictures of our flat so oh. like the things that you see in there like from books to artwork is stuff that lena and myself had said that we had liked wow um, yeah. down to um you know the goldie williams the um bad bitch photo oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, that, that's literally in my kitchen. Like I have, Stop I've had it. that photo for like years. <laughs> like, there, was, um, there was one yeah. room in the house that I loved. I guess it it looked like a reading room, but it also looked like a hallway because it. Yeah, it, that was the yeah. It's yeah. like a coat, like an alcove mm -hmm. or whatever, mm -hmm. where it's just a mm -hmm. bunch of books. You go up. This, mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, where is this house? And then when they said, oh, that's a set, boo. And I was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> we were top, yeah, it's yeah. It's a house of dreams. It's not real. <laughs> yeah. No, it's amazing. Oh, so, okay. So like you've, you've, you've done the Doctor Who's, the end of the epic <laughs> world, the rise of yeah. the Skywalkers, the small <laughs> axes, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, you're, you've, you've hit the ground running and I, we love to see it, but you know, now you're at Master of None. How yeah. do you think Master of None fits in with where you are at in your career right now? Gosh, I think, you know, I think um, it just shows a different, it's, it's a, what I really enjoy and what I'm enjoying at the moment is trying to learn and embrace different styles of performance. Um, and, you know, from understanding, you know, end of the effing world and what that tone was and what dry humor means to doing 
you know, small acts and, and what that means um, or Skywalker and doing like a big kind of franchise and what performer you need to be for that to serve as that story. Master of None just kind of is like another route for me to understand a different aspect of where I'm at right now, performance wise. Mm. Um, and it was just, for me, it was like a, it felt like a stripping bear. Sometimes it feels like when you're playing a character, you're putting stuff on. And sometimes mm. it feels like when you're playing a character, you're taking stuff off. Mm. And if Master of None was one or the other, I think it would, it was me kind of being like, actually like this needs less performance. <laughs> this mm. needs like less character. This just needs to be me. And so for this, I, I didn't really feel like I was acting that much. Mm. I mean, it made it easier because like I, I was English in it, you know, when you add yeah. on, on an accent that obviously like changes stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's another thing I loved. I loved being English in it and, mm. and having two black people who were from two different spaces yeah. in the same space. You know, I, I think it's, I, I love doing the other stuff, but I think it's something that I think we can play around with more in the industry is having the black diaspora and people of color in general coming from different areas and coming together because that's that's the world that we live in. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. I mean, like, just look at the yeah. makeup of Master of None. You have two Asian guys who created it. You have a queer yeah. w- woman of color who wrote, mm-hmm. you know, you have mm-hmm. you who are, it's, it's just, I, I love to see like the celebration of color. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> it's so that's cool. What, that's what we get excited about here is, is, yes. to, yeah. is to see stuff like that. Um, uh, Naomi, another another thing that we're really excited about, and I'm just going to switch gears a little bit, is Mm -hmm. it was just, it was announced recently that you will be portraying the iconic Whitney Houston (laughs) (laughs) um, in her biopic. You don't understand how big of a Amanda is like the number one Whitney (laughs) fan. I am just her biggest (laughs) fan. I literally, I listened to her, her greatest hits album, like all all the time. Yeah, me too. And you talked about a little bit about like feeling pressure, you know, as you yeah. continue to elevate this? your career. So I want to ask <laughs> you, how, where I know, right? Where, where, where is your like? How are you feeling about taking on this role? Like, where? Oh where's your my head gosh, at? it's 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 around and up and down, and okay. like, I, I, you know, it's again, it's 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 a different it's a different kind of muscle that I'm learning how to use, you know, mm-hmm. and I've never done a biopic before, let alone, <laughs> let alone the, like the, the biopic, the, oh, the, the, like, the, biopic yeah. that, the highly yeah. anticipated. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I think like, it's, it's just a bit, you know, I'm, I'm, I've spent, I, I've been able to sit with this knowledge before everyone else knew for yeah. a while. And it's taken me a second to get used to it, but also to kind of figure out how I want to tell the story and what is mm. my uh, artist, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to separate <laughs> what is mm. what is to try and please people, but also right. like, what, is, what is my voice in this? Like, how mm. do I take ownership? Because at the end of the day, I'm not Whitney Houston as much as I would love to be. Right. And it's like, okay, I'm telling a story about this amazing woman and I want, I want to celebrate her and I want to show the world how much she gave and how brilliant her light was. And that's that's where my focus is, is, is just mm. making sure people leave the, the cinema feeling like, wow, that woman was special. Yeah, Whoa. I cannot wait. I, we can't yeah. wait. I cannot <laughs> wait. What song are you going, <laughs> are you looking forward to singing? <laughs> Queen of the Night? <laughs> oh, Queen oh of the Night. 
That's a good yes. <laughs> what's your go-to Whitney song? Like, yeah, what, yeah, what's your go-to okay, Whitney? You know what's, you know what's crazy? There's like literally, so I did a, I did a like an interview with the newspaper here years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was auditioning for, for Whitney, um, uh, one of my agents came up and they were like, oh my gosh, like what, one of their friends had like found the interview and it said like, what is your karaoke song of choice? And I said, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> That's it. That's not even like. But that is such a good karaoke song. It's the perfect karaoke. You, goes, you uh, can never, you know. It's like, <laughs> and especially when the, the breakdown comes in, where you're like, don't you want to dance? Say you want to yes. dance. You wanna dance? <laughs> it, is impossi- it is impossible to stand still or sit still, and that song comes yeah. on. Like even if you yeah. you cannot, like you something is going oh to God. move. You are going to get up. I yeah, that is yeah. That for real, because I will. I have one story about. So I was at a rehearsal dinner for a wedding at someone's house. Yeah. And they, of course, we're Filipino, so we have to have the karaoke. So Amen. they're like, "We're going to karaoke," and then they're all, "Dino, you go first because she's a karaoke gal." And I was all, "Bitch, put on." Don't you want you know? I, I want to dance with somebody. With somebody. And then yeah. at first I was oh, all, you know what? The aunties strikes. and uncles are here. We need to calm yeah. down. But then I would, I just, you know, like you, I just stripped away. Yeah. And I was it is like, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if somebody loves you. Oh my God, girl. Oh. <laughs> yes. If we could fast forward to when the movie releases right now, yeah. If we could, were able yeah. to fast forward, I, I, I'm so looking forward to see you wear that cape and crown, singing "Queen of the Night." I want to oh. run to you. Run you know, to you! Oh my God, that's my <laughs> song. To you. When she, oh my God, that music video. <laughs> I know. I think that's the that's the craziest thing, though. Is like I keep on finding myself, especially like when I'm in prep time, which is what I'm in right now, trying to figure out how to do this. And like, I sometimes watch the videos and then I get distracted because I love her so much that you I just go, end up just watching yeah, the videos. You go down the rabbit hole in her videos. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, guessing like, you're her. like, oh, okay, now it's time to research. Now it's time to do my yeah. job. And then you just end up job. sitting there watching five hours oh of what you Yeah, <laughs> and you will. The amount of times I've just watched an interview or her singing and I'm just crying because I, I just oh. love her. And like, learning about her it's just it's amazing she's just so amazing she's yes. just so amazing we are I'm looking just, we are so looking yeah. forward to you killing that role girl yeah. um thank you so much but other than that is it, what what else is next for you what is there anything you can tell us like are you i mean you're, you said you're a writer are, are, do yeah. you have anything yeah do you have anything I, that you're yeah. writing okay okay you want to just tell us okay now? i have a little song sign okay um, no i i mean it's 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 like I, I finished it and we are putting it out into the world and there you go. seeing what happens and yes. it's a cool yo I can't tell you what the story is but <laughs> it just dropped into the top of my head and then it came out on the page and yo listen if this, <laughs> thing, gets, <laughs> this thing gets bored man People playing for us. Yeah, I'm really excited. Oh about it. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. You know, we 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 are just looking forward to everything you do. Oh, you. Thank you, man. Yes. I, hope, I hope I don't disappoint. No, masters of none. You definitely did not disappoint, yeah. girl. So, thank you. I, I think everybody will see that. Um, so we like to wrap up this interview with this fun segment yeah. we call the facts or the FAQs. Just random fun Ooh. questions to end everything Ooh. with. So your first question is, what was your first concert? Oh my gosh, Beyonce. 
<gasps> really? No, okay. no, it, it wasn't. Oh wait, it was Destiny's Child. Sorry. Okay. Oh, it was Destiny's Child. <laughs> Must make the distinction. Yeah. No, it was. It was Destiny's Child. Their last tour. Okay. Oh, that's actually good. That's a yeah, good it was one. really amazing. Yeah. yeah. I dressed up to the nines, which at, by, yeah. at that point wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, House of Darion. I don't know. Also, like, why you dress up for a concert? For concerts, nobody's right? watching you. Nobody's watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, I remember going to concerts back in the day when people would be wearing, like, like very tight fitting bodcon yeah. dresses. And I'm literally like, like they're about to jump on stage. Yeah, like <laughs> where are you going with that? Where are you going with that? Okay, so uh, 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 Naomi, okay. So yes. let's say, let's just yes. say Disney mm. Plus comes to you and says, hey, we want you to star create and write a Jana series. And we are giving you an unlimited budget and you yeah. can hire anyone you want. Oh who gosh. is starring with you and who is show running? <laughs> <laughs> who is show running? Okay. Showrunner Issa Rae. Oh my God. <laughs> Wouldn't that be sick? Wouldn't that be so that sick? That would. Yes. Um, I'm for it. And who is starring? I feel like I would, obviously John is going to mm-hmm. show up. He doesn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to, because he's a big old star. So he doesn't have to be in the whole thing, but he can just <laughs> pop in. I can give him a call, be like, John, come, come true, man. Yeah. I'm not done with us yet. With Easter Ray, then... I'm sure he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. He'll do it, yeah. Yeah, he'll do it. <laughs> um, and then I would probably, a good, I, I, first thing that came to mind, I, I would love to work with Michael B. Jordan. I could he see this. Yeah. And of course, Billy D has to yeah. show up. Billy D. <laughs> of course, Billy D. I mean, it's gonna be Jana and Billy D going through the universe. That's yeah. how, it, how it. I ended. mean, that's how it ended in Skywalker. So <laughs> yeah. when they when they teased that, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm here for what's going, what's going to yeah, happen. Let's put it out there. Focus <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? into the universe. Well, Issa yeah. Rae, Rae has been on our podcast. We'll she, has. <laughs> she has. She oh has. You know what's crazy? Pretty- I'm just like, sometimes I think, oh my gosh, Issa Rae's probably going to watch Master of None and then she's going to know what my I face looks so. like. I think so. I think, yes. And then, oh and then you're going to have this, the series just is going to be called Jana, you know, on Disney+. Oh, yeah. Star Wars <laughs> colon Jana. Jana, yeah, Jana. That's it. Jana. 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 Okay, Jana. Yeah. But yeah. With her, with that woolly be. mammoth that you ride. I don't know. Yeah, what, with what, the all back. It was called. What is it called? Or back. Or back. And it's like this, a furry, furry horse. horse. Furry okay. space horse. Proper <laughs> Star Wars style. I called it a woolly mammoth. Come on, riding a woolly mammoth. <laughs> like a woolly mammoth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, next question. What is one talent you wish you would possess? Oh gosh, so many. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could possess uh, the talent of being organized and keeping a tidy house. How that, about that? That's a talent. No, seriously. That is a talent. <laughs> you know, talent. literally yesterday, dude, I was like, I got up and I went to my house and I was like, nah, you've got to get your stuff together. <laughs> My sister keeps on going, no, you need a cleaner, man. You can't, <laughs> I'm messy. <laughs> with like all these people who like, you know, Instagramming and whatever, I'm like, and they, they, we see their houses in the background and you're like, oh, does it look like that all the time? Right. Like no. literally no. this, this frame that you're seeing right here it's like the is back- the only neat place in my yard. <laughs> no, right, right now there's trash 
Right, all right. And then there's, Free you know, the rock, the rock is right here too. So don't Listen, forget that. Look, wait, I can show you this. I got a bed sheet right there that's like trying <laughs> on my door. So I, I admire like the people who like how could you make your look your house look like it's a it's a west elm app like that or, that lady yeah. that tidy lady on netflix i can't oh, remember her Marie name Kondo. Marie Marie Kondo. Kondo. how did you figure all this stuff out like how to like make things and fold things and like put pretty. things away like how do you know how I to just do... i mean i don't have my stuff yeah i just know i should have my stuff yeah, my, I, I, my Marie Kondo obsession lasted like a month. Like I was all, I'm gonna fold. A lot of people did. What gives me joy? <laughs> and then I was all, I was all, everything in this damn house brings me joy. That's why I'm all. I know me too. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I have all this stuff, <laughs> and I can't get rid of anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's my turn. Okay, so. <laughs> How, what is your barometer or how can you tell if someone has a sense of humor? Um, oh gosh, how can I tell? It's like, what if they make me laugh? <laughs> no, like, I think it's hard, like, yeah. It's, it's hard. I think, I think like people who are like, I just love people who are like super self-aware and like, um, who are like observant. I think like uh, the people who make me laugh are people who are just like, uh honest mm. yeah yeah honesty yeah like yeah. people who are honest yeah like i feel when you. I, like i've made some friends recently who are just so honest and it's just like they literally have been laughing for the last week yeah yeah that's, that's that makes sense. because like I, we recently had z-way on and like she's so yeah. hilarious but and she's, she's yeah. super honest yes honest. very honest yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then, like then you're just like, oh yeah, no, I think the same thing, and that's um, what exactly. Is. Or you were yeah. like, oh, I can't believe you just said that, but like, <laughs> yeah. that's actually like, really funny. Like, oh, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and that's yeah. Okay, yeah. this is a would you rather one. Would oh, you rather? Would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> okay, would, would you rather lose all your money and valuables, or all the pictures oh. you've ever taken? All the pictures I ever taken. Yeah. I don't take many pictures. <laughs> That was easy. Yeah, that was like, I was like, yeah, that's pretty easy. <laughs> what if like you lost all the pictures you've ever taken and you kind of, and they'll, they'll never return. Like you have no backup, nothing ever. I'm okay with that. Like I've got the pictures <laughs> on my mind. <laughs> also like whenever I look at photos of myself, like if I look at them yeah. too long, I find something wrong with them. So like get rid, I don't need that. Do y'all, I don't know if y'all, do y'all still have like a shoe box or a box of photos? Like from my a legitimate have, like, yeah. old camera. Yeah, my, my parents, parents have a, a photo album still, like a, like mm. photos taken like, in, like mm. back in the day. And we still mm. look through them like, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I, still, yeah. I still have a box of photos underneath my bed of like oh wow when film you know film photos like when I used yeah, to have yeah. like, of like you know oh my god when you have to drop off your canister of film at the oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. and then, and then oh you have god, to wait a week to get them. right oh my gosh. or you could pay for you could pay for the oh, hour, hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah but then yeah. that's the thing like I I actually even like I still think in my dad's house there is like still film canisters that no one could be asked yeah. to take to the to the store because then it's just like lost it's photos just there. Like, no one's just like, ah, I, I know right. that the time in college 
I took a photography class and we mm -hmm. developed our own film and everything mm -hmm. like that. I still have an undeveloped roll of film that I'm very curious. You should find do, do, do they still do yeah. they still can you still take it to yeah. CVS? Yeah. Okay. I don't know because I, there's, a, there's a CVS around the corner. For, I don't know if, I think they only do digital. I think you have to actually You might have like to like post it in. Yeah. yeah. You have to maybe like, there's a website for everything. Yeah. I'm no, sure seriously. You, you can send it in. Well, yeah. Maybe I'll just develop it myself. I've learned. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you go. You do your thing. I, you know. I, I was like, I don't, I don't have time to build myself a whole dark room. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the red light, do you have the With red, the red light? light oh, <laughs> very yeah. intense. That, it, yeah. it, it, that's intense. that's hella extra, and I'm not about to do that. Yeah. No one has to just leave that. the canister under the yeah. bed. Exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, Naomi. Our final yeah. question is: mm. Is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it's an actor, writer, producer, creator, that is not in the mainstream that you mm. think people need to know about and deserves more recognition and shine? Yes. So many. Um, yeah. First one that comes to mind is Anthony Welsh, who actually is in Master of None. Mm. Um, he plays he plays Alicia's friend. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm trying not to give too much away. Yeah. Not too yeah, much away, yeah, yeah. but we know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, and he is an incredible actor and a very good friend of mine. And yeah, I think he's he 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 deserves all the jobs and it's yeah. not even that he he works a lot it's not that he's like not you know working, yeah but, but he, yeah i would love to see him skyrocket that yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it's just there's so many that are like people i think communities know who they are but yeah. the dominant culture he's, doesn't know who they are yeah I he's, think he's that's really kind of, yeah. yeah and that's the thing and i mean like i guess in the uk as well we have uh, our theater and stuff like that and he is incredible he's been in i love everything character. yeah uh, yeah and he he's so good and i'm just like oh that man when he when when the larger world <laughs> like gets in touch with that with that dude they're gonna have some big old treats that man is yeah love to yeah. hear yes. love to see it yeah. love everything naomi mm. thank you so much for, thank for you. being here i cannot wait till the world gets to see this show <laughs> yeah this it show is, yeah, when when whitney wait. comes when out when whitney comes out when, uh, <laughs> when, when the Jan jana comes out with Issa <laughs> Rae show <Yeah>. running <laughs> <laughs> The next logical step for Issa Rae can do you know literally what? anything she's she can and also Insecure there. is ending soon she has something she's she has enough. to get busy I'm sure she yeah yeah but thank you so much thank Naomi so for much. being with yes thank you thank nice to you meet too. you we so definitely good. cannot wait and, about with yeah. the, with your your screenplay all that stuff yeah. we can't wait yeah and i know <laughs> it's uh can't it's wait. nighttime in london right so yeah. good night yeah. it's yes. still like good night my darlings good. it's still <laughs> lunch time here kind of so yeah we, we have a good ways to go but good night yeah. Naomi. Good yes night, and darling. thank you good luck to you thank you
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.